0: You're tuning in to Visible with ESA Media Inc. My name is Isabella Sanchez Castañeda, and I believe that your impact deserves to be shared. So each week, I'll be bringing you strategies to help you do just that. So let's get visible. You can create some of your most profitable podcast episodes by inviting your previous clients to be your guests. I work with business owners on their podcasts, and many of my clients don't tend to have guests on their show like other business owners or experts in adjacent fields. Instead, they mainly have solo episodes and then invite previous clients to do case study style episodes. In those episodes, they get to ask their previous client what it was like to work with them, what the transformation was like, and what they would tell future clients. And these case study style episodes are incredible tools for social proof. Adding these case study style episodes can help you showcase how powerful it is to work with you and give you a live testimonial that you can use over and over in your marketing. So today... I'm going to share with you the tips I give my clients for their case study episodes so you can apply them to your business podcast strategy. Let's get what not to do out of the way. First, know that this conversation is not a hangout session or a catch-up call. You cannot go into this winging it. You need to have a plan in place for how you want the conversation to go and what you will get out of it. Of course, it's fun to talk with your previous clients, but without a clear plan for what you want to cover, you'll end up with a fluffy conversation and miss an opportunity to showcase how powerful your service really is. This means you need to have questions ready to go beforehand. Don't worry. I'm going to give you some questions to get you started later on in this episode. The second thing to keep in mind is that this conversation is not a traditional interview. The goal of this episode is not to hear that person's expertise, tips, or story just for the sake of it. The goal of a case study style episode is to hear their experience working with you. So the questions you prepare need to be focused on the experience of working together, not necessarily the special interest type questions you can expect from other podcasts. So now that we have established that these episodes aren't catch-up calls and they aren't traditional interviews, let's get into what they need to be instead. You need these case study episodes to retell your client's journey. They need to tell the story of what it was like to work with you. In these episodes, you are capturing the honest opinions, thoughts, and feelings of a client who has already worked with you. And this is gold for future sales because it makes people trust that you can deliver what you say you will. So like I've already said, in order to do this, you have to prepare questions beforehand. This way, you know what you want to talk to your client about, and you feel confident that you have a plan to actually get the materials you need from that episode. And don't worry, for each episode, you really only need to prepare six to eight questions. So remember, I just said you want to retell your client's journey. So you have to start with questions about what their life or their work was like before you. You want to ask about their feelings, their challenges, their frustrations, and any previous attempts they made to solve their problem. For example, if you're a dating coach that works with women, you would ask your client how they felt about their dating life before your work together. You could ask questions about the apps that they were using and how they felt about the quality of the dates they were going on and how overall they felt about themselves in the process. These before questions help paint the picture of the person's struggle and desires and why they even needed you to begin with. Obviously, it's important that you ask questions that are relevant to the client you're chatting with. So you can say something like, Susie, I remember that when we first met, you mentioned hating how conversations were so awkward on dating apps. Can you share more about what made you feel that way? That way, they have a natural starting point to get deeper into the conversation. These before-style questions Also help the listener self-identify. By hearing what your previous client was feeling, they can say, oh, I'm going through that too. Next, you want to dive into questions about what it was like while you were working together. Here, you want to include questions that will help listeners understand what working with you feels like and looks like. So you want to make sure that you ask that previous client what they loved about your service and what they found most helpful. To go back to that dating coach example, you could ask the client you're interviewing what their favorite part of the framework was, or you could even get into what parts they found the most challenging. Again, it's really important to customize the questions you ask your clients. So if you know that they really enjoyed one part of the process, make sure to highlight it in your questions. For example, as the dating coach, you could say something like, I remember you sent a Slack message about how much you loved the 10 dates in 30 days challenge we did in the first month. Can you share more about what you loved about it? This really helps highlight specific pieces of your process without putting all the pressure on your client to remember everything that you did together. And depending on the type of work you do and the length of time you work together, you can pull different pieces of your process out. So if you're someone who does done-for-you work, you can ask about the strategy process, the onboarding process, and about the final deliverables and how they felt towards the end of working together. All of this helps your listener imagine what it's like to work with you and what they can expect once they sign. The next set of questions that you should prepare are ones all about their results and where they are now. You wanna paint the picture of their transformation and what they walked away with from working with you. So make sure to prepare questions about how they feel now, what their life looks like now, and what they accomplished because of your work together. As our example dating coach, you could prepare questions about what their dating life looks like now. If you know that they're in a healthy relationship Ask about how they were able to meet this person and how your frameworks played a role. And if they haven't quite met someone, still ask them how they feel when they go on dates now compared to before working with you. You want to showcase how they changed over the course of your time working together. And if you have specific deliverables, ask how they felt when they first received them. Then make sure to ask what they were able to accomplish because they had those deliverables. So we went through what these interviews are not And then we covered the type of questions you should ask to capture the before, during, and after of your work together. Now let's cover a few tips that you should keep in mind to make your case study style episodes even better. The first tip is to stay flexible. If your client says something that really intrigues you during the interview, ask a follow-up question about it. It could be something as simple as saying, ooh, tell me more about that. It's okay if you don't go down the list of questions you prepared exactly in the order you prepared them. The point of planning them is to know that you can come back to them, but your priority is getting your client to share their experience in the way that feels best for them. Next, as you heard me say already a couple times, the more specific you can make your questions to that client's experience, the better. As you prepare questions, take time to look through any emails, call recordings, or messages from that client. Pull out what they already highlighted and said that they loved. This will help your case study go from being filled with generic statements like, I loved working with you, to specific examples with details, which of course makes the social proof that much more persuasive. Speaking of details and examples, please take the time to pause and briefly explain any framework names, acronyms, or challenges that you or your client bring up in that episode. It could be as simple as saying, oh, for the listener, that acronym stands for blah, blah, blah. That way, your listener still feels included and can continue following along with the conversation. Plus, the name for your framework or challenge will stick in their mind. And the final tip is to record the introduction segment to your episode after you've recorded the conversation with your client. That way you can tease out what really stood out to you about the conversation. You can say, today we talked about Susie's experience with A, B, and C, and how working with me got her XYZ results. This will hook your listeners into the conversation and give them an incentive to stick around till the end. Plus, it just removes the awkward pressure of trying to record an introduction in the moment in front of that client. All right, so now you know what you can do to prepare for a case study style episode. You know what it's not, what questions to focus on, and how to keep improving the case studies over time. Okay, so now that you listen to this, go ask a handful of your previous clients if they'd like to be featured on your podcast and try it out for yourself. If you would like an example, I have plenty of client case study episodes of my own in the feed. You can look for Asha's or Simi's and look forward to Morgan's coming soon. With my podcast production clients, I help them prepare specific questions for each of their previous clients. That way, they can get the very best case studies out of each conversation. It's just one of the several pieces of planning and scripting that I do to help you create a podcast that builds your brand and your revenue. Head to the link in the show notes to learn more about hands-off production and jump on a call. I'll see you there and I will see you next week. Want to get even more visible? Go to the show notes and sign up for the email list. Each week, I'll be sharing strategies with you just like the ones you heard today on how you can really share your impact. I'll see you there and I'll see you next week.